Hey everybody, I just wanted to let you know you can follow me on Twitter at Still Podcast or on Instagram at Still Waiting underscore podcast. Or if you want to be featured on the show, maybe you want to leave a voice message, ask me a question, uh, give me a topic to talk about, you can go ahead and go to anchor.fm forward slash Ernie, E R N I E dash. Cornejo, C-O-R-N-E-J-O, or if you don't want to enter that address at all, you can just go to anchor.fm and look up Still Waiting Podcast. Enjoy the show. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Still Waiting Podcast. I'm your host, Ernie C., Back at you again with another week. Honestly, like, it's already taken me three takes on this episode because, like, I just, I'm fumbling on my words. I have no idea what I'm going to talk about. This is my fourth take now Uh, because, like, seriously, within, like, ten seconds of each take, I just, like, was, like, what am I even talking about? Like, who are you right now? I know you're, like, I feel like I'm, like, delusional. I feel like... (laughs) Not a lot's been going on in my life. Honestly, I'm going to be talking about the most petty shit. Something happened to me earlier this week that I will get into uh, very, very shortly. Nothing crazy, but it's just, it's been like every single day I've been getting shit about it at work because, yeah, believe it or not, I got another complaint on me for something very, very stupid. But anyway, yeah, I just did, I just have no idea where I'm going to go today. No notes. I have nothing really to bitch about. Like, nothing crazy to bitch about, because, I mean, the one thing I'm going to talk about, yeah, that's kind of me bitching, but anything else, like, I don't have, like, any sort of, or more reactions to what happened last week or the week before, it's been, holy shit, it's already been two weeks since, you know, that infamous slap to Chris Rock, and I just, it took me a week, because... That's what sucked about that week, honestly. Like, I kind of was mad at myself that I didn't give, like, a re- I gave my reaction, like, a week later. Because, after all, like, the dust was settled, kind of. And, well, I mean, just because I record on Sundays, and that was a Sunday that that happened. And I had just got done recording my episode. And then, like, hours later, that shit happened. I was like, man, I can't... I wish I could just kind of give an instant reaction instead I, I sat on it for a week and gave you my genuine response or my reaction last week and but yeah I have nothing to go off of this week anything nothing like that to go off of this week no me too stories no Russia Ukraine stuff I'm actually getting bored with that honestly like I, I just don't know what to believe anymore and it sounds like a like I'm an apathetic asshole because honestly I just I, I just don't know who's right and who's wrong in this in this sense, like, I know it's fucked up to invade a country, I will say that, it is totally fucked up to invade a country, so of course, I'm going to be siding with Ukraine, however, it just, what makes me so cynical of the situation is how Ukraine is standing up for themselves, like, okay, so, I don't know, it could just be a miracle story, like, honestly, it's just, my cynicism gets the best of me, where it's like, okay, like, how is Russia not, like, taking you over by now? But, you know, like I said, I mean, I'm, I'm 
I'm siding with Ukraine. It sounds like I'm siding with Russia, but I'm really, I genuinely, I am siding with Ukraine. I just don't know what to believe because it seems like, like, I don't believe that the president is fighting side by side with soldiers. I think that's just photo ops for him to look good. It's just, he's, he's a politician and he's a, and he's a dirty politician. Like, I, I don't know. It's like, like I said, I, like, I have no, it seems like, like, honestly, it seems like I'm sitting, it feels like I'm siding with Russia, but I really am not. I mean, I'm genuinely on the side of Ukraine because I don't like seeing innocent people in the crosshairs. However, it's just, did that president put you guys in those crosshairs? That's the only thing, that's the only thing I really am questioning, questioning is just the, the politicians involved. Um, anyway, aside from all that shit, you know, the stuff where I sound extremely ignorant on, um, what I was going to talk about, because this happened to me on Monday morning, I, you know, just, I was, uh, I was like six days ago. Yeah. Six days ago. Um, I get like, you know, I, I pretty much everybody is my friend there in my department, except for one particular person that I've bitched about him constantly. I don't know if it was him though that complained on me because this was when I was out and about doing running my route and I go to this one clinic at four times a day. One clinic that's down the street from where I where my lab is. I go there four times a day to pick up specimens, but sometimes I'm outside the clinic just chilling waiting to go inside to grab my labs. Well, Monday comes around and I'm like just in the middle of my day and my friend who's in a lead position decides to like talk to me, but he, I mean, he's my friend. I know he's not coming down on me about anything. So he's just like, Hey, just an FYI, somebody like complained against you on, uh, at that clinic and he's like, he, he's like, I don't even know what they were complaining about. But it sounds like they just caught you sitting in your car laughing and smiling. And I'm like, so what's the problem? I don't know. Maybe I'm just not supposed to be sitting out in front of a clinic. You know, it's just like we have designated times for a reason. And, you know, I don't want to be just at the lab all day. So <laughs> it's just like, do I do I have like a smug smile or do I have like a sinister laugh? Maybe this person heard what I was laughing at. And, yeah, I probably have... A pretty gross, twisted sense of humor. Maybe they heard one of the podcasts I was listening to. I don't know because I just, I'm just so desensitized to like uh, crazy shit being said anymore. Like, because you know, I listen to comedy podcasts all day, every day at work now. I don't even like have time to listen to heavy metal anymore. But once in a blue moon, I still, I still give my metal a spin. But it's just like podcasts like consumes my entire work week. So I just sit outside this clinic for a few minutes. I don't know. Was it Tuesdays with stories? No. Was it what? What could they have complained about me? Like it could have been on your mom's house podcast. It could have been a Mark Norman podcast. It could have been a Ryan Sickler podcast. I don't know. But apparently I was caught red-handed doing something sick and twisted like smiling and laughing in my car so (laughs) it just 
<laughs> my friend Matt, oh, my friend, yeah, my friend Matt, I should just say his name, my friend Matt, who's the lead, just was like, I don't even know why I'm talking to you about this, this is the stupidest thing that was ever brought to my attention, I'm like, yeah, I agree, because <laughs> I don't know, like, what the big deal is, like, we're not supposed to be happy at work, we're not supposed to, like, laugh and, you know, pretend like this bullshit that's been going on for the last two years, like, I don't know, we're just supposed to be a fucking dull robot mess of a person. <laughs> I'm sorry if I'm like coming up, I'm coming up, I, I've been awake since like 3.30 this morning, guys. So cut me, cut me some slack this week. Um, but yeah, just, so of course, I didn't keep my mouth shut, I was telling everybody, I'm like, apparently smiling and laughing is frowned upon around here. And so don't be caught smiling and laughing, you know, don't pull your mask down and reveal those freaking pearly whites to anybody because you'll get ratted on. Um, it's just, like I said, I don't even know if it's that one asshole. It could have been him, but I just don't know if he has that much time on his hands to be like spying on me, like sitting in my car for a few minutes (laughs) laughing at something. And if I'm laughing at something like it's none of your business. But it is what it is. I'm trying not to... <laughs> well, I'm trying not to let it get to me, but of course, I've been sitting on it for like six days. Like, I'm, like as soon as I, that shit was brought up to me, I was like, oh, I'm definitely talking about this. Like, oh, I must have a smug smile or a sinister laugh or something. Like, something really grinds this person's gears enough to... About on my face or... I don't know. It just grinds their gears and... <laughs> it's just... Really? Like, you have that much time on your hands? Is your life that shitty where you have to, like, look at somebody and be like, this motherfucker isn't even doing his job. He's not picking up his labs. He's just sitting there laughing at laughing at us. I'm like, no, I'm just laughing. Listening to what I'm listening to has nothing to do with what I'm looking at, even though Salem has a lot of questionable characters that I could definitely laugh at. Um... But yeah, it's just been, it's been, a, other than that, it's just been a eh, week, like, I don't know, like, my girlfriend and I, we went on a date night the other night, that was so nice, so freaking nice, because she didn't have her daughters, I didn't have my kid, so we are just like, let's go out to dinner, let's uh, go to this one place, I'm going to say it right now, it's uh, Noble Wave in downtown Salem. It's an amazing restaurant. They have delicious food. And I hadn't been there in years. Before I got separated from my ex-wife was the last time I went there. And I had recommended it. I was like, you know, this place is really, really good. I remember they have really, really good chicken sandwiches. And, you know, girlfriend was like, hell yeah, let's go. And <laughs> the one thing I could take away from that night is a lot of people were looking at me. But not for, you know, your my sinister laugh or my smug smile. Yeah, uh, they were looking at me because, you know, I'm a I'm a polar bear, guys. I wear flip-flops and shorts almost year-round. It doesn't matter what the weather is. Honestly, like, it seemed like every other person was looking at me up and down because I was wearing shorts and flip-flops, and it's, like, 40 degrees outside. You know, everybody else is wearing, like, you know, their hoodies, jeans, just all, like, snuggled up in their coats and shit. And I'm just, like, this guy in his shirt, shorts, and flip-flops. Like, yeah, I'm just... Ready to eat. It's not like I'm going to be outside, like, the entire time. <clears throat> but, no, we went to this Nat Noble Wave place, and it hasn't changed. That delicious drinks. I had a, a 
good, delicious hurricane from them. But uh, that one, uh, God, I don't even know what I'm saying. I sound like Joe Biden right now. Um, bought a freaking hot, spicy chicken sandwich. My girlfriend had the regular chicken sandwich. She she was going to go with the gumbo, but then she saw the chicken sandwiches and she goes, never mind, I'm going to get a chicken sandwich. And yeah, it they they even they even beat Popeye's chicken sandwiches. Popeye's in the fast food world ha- have the best chicken sandwiches. No no doubt. I don't I still don't understand what the craze was of it like where people were literally stabbing people for these chicken sandwiches. Uh, for Popeye's chicken sandwiches, but I could totally understand Noble Wave. Like, I would stab a Russian, I would stab a Ukrainian person. I, I mean, just jokes, guys. Um, no, but their chicken sandwiches are insane. Go check them out. I mean, I got, I should, this isn't even an ad. They should be paying me for promoting their, their restaurant. It's fucking delicious, though. They have, Delicious drinks, delicious food. It's a little pricey, on the pricier side, I think, because of COVID. COVID kind of fucked everything up in the restaurant world in downtown Salem. But, uh, no, go check out Noble Wave. Their food is so fucking good. Um, I, I'm thinking about going back and getting that gumbo. The I think that was, like, one of the first times I went there. I got the gumbo, and it was... So good. So good. So, um, other than that, yeah, we had a great date night. Had a nice night in watching, uh, I'm sure I've talked about that movie on this podcast before, but I told her to watch that, that movie Freaky, uh, with Vince Vaughn and a blonde chick where it's like Freaky Friday, except it's like a murderer and a teenage girl are swapping bodies. And it's a funny movie. Like, I enjoy watching that movie. It's it's a horror movie, but it's got it's more comedy than anything. And I found out that my girlfriend really is not a fan of horror in like any sense. Like it could be the most plain Jane horror movie with like barely any blood and go- blood, and she's still like covering her eyes. I'm like, oh my god! Like really? Okay, but she she persevered. She watched most of it. I think we just fell asleep. Um... But it's it's one of the it's one of the funnier movies on HBO Max. Like I'm trying to I'm having a hard time finding anything good on HBO Max, and so I just kind of resort to Rick and Morty, South Park, and uh, you know random movies like Freaky. If I want to watch HBO Max, <laughs> um, shoot, what else happened? <sighs> well, um. I got contacted, yeah, that's right, I got contacted today by one of my old co-workers slash really good friends that I haven't talked to or seen in, like, ten years. I mean, we've been friends on Instagram for, like, ever, but it's not like we ever really talked. And he just found out that I I did stand-up, or that I do stand-up now. And, and I mean, it's, here I am talking about, here I am talking like I'm a seasoned veteran at stand-up. But now, like, I, yeah, just I just started, he was like, dude, you're doing stand-up? I'm like, yeah, yeah, I just started, man, like, my shit's on YouTube, and I think he went and watched it, and I think he commented on it, saying that he really, really liked it, but he's, like, saying that he really wants to go see me now, and, oh, man, it just, like, 
hearing from him reminded me of the good old days when I was like 19, 20 years old and him and I worked at the mall as mall security guards. He, he, I will give this man credit because he upped my confidence with like talking to women, like no, like, like nothing. <laughs> and like he was, he was a charmer. Like he wasn't like the, the best looking dude, but he had a certain giggle to him that I think the girls liked. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Alicia, you know who I'm talking about. Um, <laughs> but no, it's just like hearing from him made me reminisce about all those days of like working at the mall together. Like him and I partied on the the roof of the mall, and like we'd always hang out after we had just got off work. We'd always, I don't know, I'd always go to his house in Monmouth, or he, I don't know, we'd go out to bars. We'd fucking do everything, like, ended up, like, as soon as he left that mall security job, it didn't take me long to leave after, and I ended up going where he went, and he was my boss at that place, but it was so fucking cool, like, it was a, it was a very lazy job, it was, like, a a job that required, like, no actual work, and he was my boss, so I would go drop off, like, a client or something at their job, and then him and I would be, like, fucking, during the work hours, would be, like, hanging out at his his house, smoking out of hookahs, playing Xbox, and just chilling all day. So, I mean, it was good to hear from this guy. Like, it just, like, brought all those memories back. And, like, damn, like, <laughs> we're obviously older. He's got a family. I have my kid, and I have my girlfriend now. and But it's just, like... You hear from these people I even heard from in like 10 plus years and you're like, damn, those were fun times. I think the, yeah, one of the more recent stories that I told about the girl that was a bad kisser from like, yeah, the bad kisser girl where I like mushed her. <laughs> yeah, that was him. That He was in that story and where he was going to get freaky with some girl and I was like, trying to entertain her cousin, her very, very cute cousin, who I found out was a bad kisser. Um, I think she was just doing that shit intentionally, though. Oh, boy. Um, but yeah, that was just crazy to hear from him. Uh, very, very excited to see him if he ever comes and sees my shows. I just told him, though, I was like, yeah, um, my routine's on YouTube. That's what I'm doing right now is my routine. Maybe some additional jokes here and there, like what I did last week, the alopecia jokes. Maybe twisting a bit of my punchlines up. Um, oh, man, but yeah, other than that, like work, I work's the same. I still hate this one asshole. I still randomly think of bits to add into my routine. Honestly, like, I always think of bits, and then I forget to even write them down or, like, build off of. I have this one story, and it's a sex story that involves my girlfriend. She's giving me the green light, but I'm... (laughs) Honestly, I can't wait to tell it on stage, because I just have to polish it. And it's one of the funnier moments in bed. I will say, and I'm not going to say anymore because I don't want her to think like I'm an asshole for spilling the tea or anything on my, on my podcast where 
yeah. She says, you can, you can tell that joke on stage, though. And I'm like, okay. Because it, it, it was a really, really funny situation. It's just I have to, I have to mold it together to really just make it a good, compelling story. Uh, but it was something that happened, for the most part. <laughs> oh, boy. I can't wait to actually take that to the stage. Um, other than that, I really, really have nothing, so, hmm, just reminiscing about old times with friends, been up since 3.30, holy fuck, I've been up since 3.30, woke up this morning, my kid, he's been kind of under the weather lately, and so he came with me last night, went to bed at a normal time, and I fell asleep fairly quickly, he did too. And then I just woke up at 3.30 and I ended up having like a sore throat and a stuffy nose. And I'm just like, fuck. And I'm trying to be quiet. I'm like, I'm going to sneak out of the bedroom. I'm just going to go lay down on the couch, maybe fall asleep there. And it's like, first I'm going to go to the bathroom. Like, I just, I'm just trying to just tiptoe out of my bedroom. Next thing I know, he's like, hey, where are you going? Like, just like he, like he, like he had been awake. I'm like, oh, no. So I'm just like, oh, I'm just going to go to the bathroom, buddy. And he's like, oh, okay. And I'm just like, shit. All right. So I was trying to, like, lie back down with him. But now he was awake. I'm like, shit, I'm just going to go to the living room and maybe he'll fall back asleep. Nope. He woke right up with me. Sat on the couch. Controlled the TV. I was watching his YouTube, and I was like, shit. Alright, so this is going to be a long-ass day. But no, he was great all day. We took a little bit... I took, a, like, a brief, like, 10, 20-minute power nap. He took, like, an hour or two nap. I was like, oh, thank God. But so far, like, my cold or my sore throat, my stuffy nose, all gone. I don't know what that was about. It was very, very brief. Um, but yeah. Maybe maybe all that shit, though, like, maybe being up since 3.30 kind of fucked with my brain, that's why this podcast is going to be poor today. But then again, what episode is not Yet you guys still listen, so I very, I'm very, very appreciative of you. Um, but before I go take a break, I do want to promote it. I want to start promoting, promoting it again, because uh, I feel like... After I hear, like, my, my favorite podcasts, like, they still promote, promote their old shit. Like, Mark Norman still promotes his YouTube special that's been out for freaking a couple years. And so I'm like, yeah, I should promote my YouTube video. And so I'm going to promote it here before the break, before the break, and before I go. So go check out my YouTube, my second time doing stand-up ever should really get the name of this real quick. Let me see what the name is. Uh, your videos. My second time doing stand-up comedy ever. Uh, go check it out. Share it on your socials, your Facebooks, your Twitters, your Instagrams if you want. I don't care. Just share it. Get the word out. Help me out. Get this podcast out there. Still waiting podcast. Um, yeah, help a brother out. But I'm going to take a quick break, and then when I come back, we will do Angel's Corner. So I'll talk to you in a second. And I am back. How was that little mini break? 
Um, it is time, of course, to get into Angel's Corner. Angel Bon Willows, Bon Willows. My main man helps me out with the show. Literally has been, like, carrying the show for, like, ever. Pretty much since episode three. Um, you know, when I still didn't really have my voice, you know, settled in this podcast. I was, like, really just trying to gain some sort of ground. He helped me out. He was like, I'm going to ask him all the questions. All the questions. And I can't thank him enough for it. He sends me the most off-the-wall shit. Uh, random questions, and yeah, but the offer is always out there, guys. I think I've said it every week for the past, like, forever. <laughs> Help this guy out so he doesn't have to carry this show on his back. <coughs> um, but in the meantime, thank you, Angel. You're the man. I, <laughs> I couldn't be more grateful to you, honestly, because... You're the reason this show is like an hour long because other like if I didn't have you in my life, this show wouldn't would probably not even exist anymore. So, again, thank you, Angel, for the questions, and here we go, Angel's Corner. All right, he sends me another article, I think regarding Jim Carrey, breaking legend, uh, breaking legendary actor and comedian Jim Carrey is planning on retiring after Sonic the Hedgehog two. Jim Carrey announces retirement. Says Sonic Two may be his final acting job. See, those are that's kind of a key word that's kind of was just thrown in there. Is maybe his final acting job. I'm not counting on it. Like, I feel like he'll miss it. I feel like he'll make brief cameos in other movies. He might not be like a lead actor in role in movies, but he'll he'll make his brief cameos just because like he'll miss it. But speaking of Sonic the Hedgehog 2, we were supposed, my son and I, we were supposed to do his first movie theater trip yesterday. And I was excited. I was like, man, this is going to be so exciting. Like he's going to, like he was getting excited. And like I was pumping him up. I'm like, dude, let's try to watch Sonic. Let's, let's watch Sonic before we go watch Sonic 2. And then he came down with his little sickness and I was like, shit. Okay, maybe it's best not to take him out in a movie theater and possibly spread a sickness to anyone else. So we're going to shoot for next weekend. I'm really, really excited to see Sonic 2 because seriously, the first Sonic is actually really fucking enjoyable, which was a surprise to me. Alicia's the one that got me into that movie. She's like, yeah, Nora loves it. Like, let's, you need to watch it. It's actually not that bad. I was like, all right, I'll give it a shot. And I remember just, just like laughing like crazy at certain parts. It's like, wow, this is actually really funny. I thought it was going to be just a stupid video game movie, and it, it exceeded expectations. So I'm excited to go see Sonic 2 um, with my kid, get him some popcorn, some candy, and some pop, just to, things to kind of keep him grounded for the time while we're there. Um, should be really, really exciting. So the plan is for next week, next weekend, but we will see. Um, all right. So this is a, a random fact, I think. Mike Tyson's workout involved getting up at 4 a.m. for a five-mile jog. Then he would do 500 sit-ups, 500 push-ups, 500 dips, 500 shoulder shrugs, and then finish with a 30 minute with 30 minutes of neck bridges. 
he did this workout six days a week. And then Angel follows the crazy workout. Yeah, that is pure insanity. Mike Tyson is a freak athlete. There, there are just those specimens out there where we will never touch that. In anyway, I'll be lucky if I can do... I, I can probably do a five-mile jog. I used to do uh, some nice running exercises. But when you get into 500 sit-ups and 500 push-ups... Whew, man, okay. I'm lucky if I can do 50. Uh, 50 sit-ups and maybe... 15 push-ups. Tops. Um, 500 dips. I have to remember what dips are. Shoulder shrugs. Oof. Depending on the weights, that'd be that'd be brutal. The, I would feel like you would need like 10-pound weights to do 500 shoulder shrugs because that's like that's what I hear. You have to do small weights, tons of reps. If you want to be lean. And Mike Tyson. I think he's a pretty lean dude. He's he's bulky, but he's lean. <clears throat> All right. Histor- this is a historic first. Uh, Amazon workers vote to form the first union in tech giants history. Um, I have, I have, I'm sure there's pros to unions, but I just feel like there's a lot more cons. Like, you have to pay fees into this shit, and... Most of the time, they don't even have your back like they say they do. So you're just paying into this, this uh, I don't know, this thing that, I mean, it might be job security, but I don't, I don't know. I feel like unions are just, are, what's, what's the word, what's the analogy I'm looking for with unions? Well, I feel like they're more useless than anything. But I could be wrong. I mean, I'm open to the fact that I'm... I'm open to the possibility that I am probably totally wrong on unions. And then... Angel asks, do you think this is a good thing or will this backfire? Um... We'll see how it goes. I mean, I guess you can only... uh, Give it a trial. Give it... Yeah, Fuck, I don't even know what I'm even saying anymore. Uh, give it a trial run. See what happens. Jeff Bezos better not fuck anything up to... Well, Jeff Bezos won't fuck anything up. The guy will be a trillionaire. He'll probably be the first trillionaire. And <clears throat> who knows? I mean, we'll, we'll see. I, I'm, I'm so fucking stupid right now. I'm sorry, guys. All right, I'm just going to move on. How about that? Shoe manufacturer Fila announced the Ray Tracer Evo X Sonic 2 slip-on. That's a mouthful. Slip-on sneakers, which are designed to look like the blur, the blur blurs, I, the blur blurs or the blue blur. Look like the blue blurs iconic, <laughs> iconic kicks. Um, I didn't know. That. Yeah, I was like, okay. Sorry, now I'm also, my nose is being all fucked up. Um, <clears throat> Fila announced the Ray Tracer X or Evo X Sonic Two slip slip on sneakers. Oh, they look like the Sonic sneakers. I mean, they're nice. Would you buy this for yourself or Jordan? I wouldn't wear them. I would totally put them on Jordan. Like he could rock the shit out of these. 
I, I'm gonna have to look into those. See how much those cost. They, they don't look like bad shoes. They look pretty nice. Hmm. <clears throat> um. All right. Moving on. WWE star Cody Rhodes, which is so weird to say WWE star Cody Rhodes, returns at WWE WrestleMania to face Seth Rollins. And Angel asks, did you crap your pants when Cody Rhodes came back or was it meh? It was a good match. I do remember watching it. It was a good match. Um, It was good to see Cody again in WWE, although like, I would, if I were him, I would have reservations. Like, I would be like, but I heard Vince is to never bring back the his star his Stardust character. He, I think that's in his contract to never bring back Stardust, which I thought was career suicide. Like I I couldn't believe Vince thought that was a great idea that he should be tag teaming with his brother Goldust and become Stardust. Like I just I I cringed every time I saw him on on screen like that. So. <clears throat> to see him back in WWE and it's it's pretty cool to see him back and I think Vince has a lot of respect for him now because he left WWE years ago just to like make a name for himself in the indie scene and he made a huge name for himself he 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 showed Vince like hey I don't need you to to show my merit in this business and like, he became a star without Vince having any sort of, having anything to do with it. And so I think Vince kind of respected that and brought him back, and now he's going to be huge in WWE, I think. But we'll see. I mean, he, he did have a really, really good match with Seth Rollins, though. What did you think, Angel? Why don't you tell me what you thought of, you know, Cody Rhodes making his return at WrestleMania? <clears throat> All right. Um, breaking news again. Breaking. Veteran uh, veteran running back Frank Gore will sign a one-day contract with the 49ers to officially tire, retire from the NFL after 16 seasons. Gore, 38, ends his career with 16,000 rush yards, third most in NFL history. Wow. On 30, uh, 3,735 carries. 4.3 yards per carry. That's pretty crazy. And 81 touchdowns to go along with 484 receptions for 3,985 receiving yards, 3,985 receiving yards, and 18 touchdown receptions. Gore is a one-time second-team All-Pro and a five-time Pro Bowler. Wow. Um... 49ers selected Gore in the third round of the 2005 NFL draft out of Miami. That is crazy. That's a hell of a career. I mean, 16,000 rush yards. Even? Or, like, because it seemed that they seem to be pretty spot on with the other stats, like 37-35 carries, um, 484 receptions for 39-85 receiving yards, uh, but 16,000 even rushing yards. That's crazy. Congratulations to Frank Gore. Like I remember him when he first started back in the day, like when I first started getting back into the NFL, he was a beast. Like he was trucking fools. Like he, he was pre beast mode. He was the guy that you just couldn't take down. And I remember like 
most of the time, like, if a defender was going to try to tackle him, he would put his shoulder out first and just that defender would go flying. He he was a psycho. And, you know, congratulations to Frank Gore. He needs to retire. I don't think he's going to – I think he he's, – <coughs> sorry about that. Uh, after all that, all those stats, I can imagine, like, his body's pretty worn out. Uh, but that's just crazy. So congratulations to Frank Gore. You need to retire, and I think San Francisco's the 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 best spot for you to actually retire. All right, moving on. It's Bill Skarsgård cast. It's, oh, I was like, wait, what the hell are we talking about? It, the clown, Bill Skarsgård cast in lead role for the Crow reboot. And Angel asks, does this interest you? And is it about time we get a remake of this classic or they should have just let it be? It doesn't surprise me that Hollywood's doing this. I, th- I think I talked about it last week on last week's episode that he, he was going to be in the the lead role for the new Crow. Um, it doesn't surprise me that Hollywood's doing this. I mean, Hollywood's running out of ideas left and right, and so they're just... They're making anything and everything that's a cult classic. So I imagine probably within the next 10 years, probably after all that Me Too shit kind of settles down, uh, maybe they'll do a remake of The Wedding Crashers. And who knows, maybe comedy will be so woke by then that the Vince Vaughn character will fall in love with a crazy trans girl. Um, Or, yeah, yeah, a trans girl. And I don't know. Uh, the Owen Wilson character will fall in love with somebody like Elliot Page. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Um, it's just, I, f- I feel like it's it's not surprising, though, that they're doing, you know, re- reboots or remakes of cult classics like The Crow. That was a great movie. I watched it a couple months ago, and it, it's it still holds up. It's It almost seems like <clears throat> the uh, the way the environment is back in those times, back in the early 90s, uh, it was kind of a premonition of what what it's like to live in the world today. And it's just crazy. But I think it's probably, that's probably another thing that they're going to add on is they're going to kind of drive a little a little tiny political agenda in this movie because I think that's what they're doing with remakes now too is they have to just get in that little little piece of political agenda and that way you know it could be possible a possibility for like getting an Oscar I don't know but he was good in it so I'll give him a, I'll give him the shot at being the crow but I'm not going to hold my breath on it being an actually good, an actual good movie. Because you just, if you're going to remake a classic, you got to, of course, make it your own. But <clears throat> I don't know. It, it, it's going to be hard to outdo a movie where the lead character legit died making that movie. So I'm sure Bill Skarsgård is also saying his prayers, like, please let there be blanks in those guns. Um... Because, you know, he doesn't want to end up like Brandon Lee. So, good luck, Bill Skarsgård. I'll give you a shot, though, when you're the crow. I'll give you, I'll, I'll, I'll check it out. All right. 
Former pro wrestler and jacked action movie star Dwayne The Rock Johnson has officially announced that he will step onto the competitive bodybuilding stage in 2022. And Angel asks, do you think he has what it takes or is he just a workout enthusiast? I predict he will do, he will when, what? I predict he will when due to his fame more than his physique, but I will still watch. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't doubt that he, I don't doubt that he will do it. Like, uh, I just, you have to, you have to be one of those roided, you have to be like a roided out freak. I mean, I think The Rock is a roided out freak. However, I think he's just too, he's shredded. He's shredded as fuck. I wish I could be like as shredded as him. I think every guy has a, like a fantasy about possibly being, in the shape that The Rock is in. <clears throat> but you're also talking to him, like, this guy legit has taken steroids to get where he's at. Um, but I think the bodybuilding, the, the bodybuilder type, they take a different kind of steroid or something. I don't know, because they, like, everything on them is huge other than their dick, and you can see it. Like, you don't have to look very hard and be like, wow, they look like they have a tiny piece. Like, I look like a freaking... Never mind. <laughs> Let's just say I was going to say, I think it looks like I would have a black cut compared to freaking... A massive black cut compared to what you see in the bodybuilding stage. But... <clears throat> uh, good luck to The Rock. I That's all I can say, but I don't think it's something he needs to do. I think it's just something... He's like he's he's almost like a CM Punk type. Or it's like, okay, like I'm I'm bored of this part of my life. I want to try something new. So I'll give that to the rock, okay? Like try something new. It you'll probably won't get far and then you'll come back to making shitty movies. Yeah. But give it a shot. All right. Okay, so I think this is a three-part thing. The human appetite for animal animal flesh animal animal flesh is dr- uh, driving force behind virtually every major category of environmental damage now threatening the human future. And then Angel says, "Then I found this comment, and to me it makes sense. But what do you think?" Somebody responds to this: uh, "The human appetite for plants are causing damage to Earth's ozone layer due to lack of oxygen that has been produced by the plants." Let's save the earth by planting plants and not eat them. Eat bacon instead. Um, yeah, I have to, I have to actually side with the the comment guy. I think hardcore vegetarianism and hardcore veganism is the absolute worst. I think that's why you're seeing so many effeminate man men out there, <clears throat> uh, because you know they're eating soy and they're eat being a vegan and. They're not getting that real legit protein in their system. They're not. You don't see many Joe Rogans or The Rocks out there. Uh, you see fatties like me, who try to be like alpha males, <clears throat> and but I mean, it almost seems like you. <laughs> or you see here where I live, you definitely don't see like the jacked Rock or Joe Rogan type. You either see a fatty like me, or a beta male like whoever wrote that human appetite for animal flesh shit like who knows it might have been a woman though who knows but i'm just saying um uh, i think 
it's it's not I'm not going to come down too hard on veganism and vegetarianism. I think it's okay to do that kind of shit in moderation. If you really want to be healthy, sure, do it for a couple months. But then come back to say, okay, like, maybe a steak would be good for me. Maybe some chicken, maybe some turkey, some, I don't know, some ground beef, lean ground beef. You're going to be fine. (laughs) I mean... Quit saying you're you're trying to save the animals because that's not what it's about. You're trying to just be an asshole. It's just I don't know. Eating meat has been around since the earth has been around. <laughs> like you need to eat meat, and you know I think the animals are are okay with it. I'm not saying that you know they don't feel they don't have feelings. I'm sure it sucks when they die, but. I I need fucking steak in my life, okay? You're never going to convince me to become a vegan or a vegetarian. And I also need to eat bacon, for sure. All right, moving on. Uh, Mila Kunis and Ashton Kutcher see no point in bathing their kids unless they look dirty and it actually makes sense. Uh, And then, I don't know what the article reads after that, but Angel... Uh, says, does this make sense to you, or do you think they should bathe their kids on a regular basis? Um, I'm going to say a little bit of column A, a little bit of column B. Like, I don't give my kid a bath all the time. Like, I give him a bath. Like, I have him three times in a week. I I maybe bathe him twice. There may be a day where I don't bathe him. Because, I mean, I mean, unless he's visibly, visibly dirty, then I'll be like, Dude, hop in the bath at least. Just scrub down real quick. Um, but, of course, you know, celebrities have to uh, get, in the, uh, get in the spotlight somehow. And if it means <laughs> neglecting your kid's hygiene, then, you know, that's what they have to do. Whatever. Uh, <clears throat> but, I mean, if their kids stink, does somebody say something? Or do they be like, do they just mind their own business? I feel like... If their kid, like, looks clean but smells like shit, somebody should say something like, hey, maybe you should bathe your kid more. But then you have Ashton Kutcher, like, try to punk you or something. Um, now T.I. is doing a will. Uh, rapper storm stage to berate comedian who taunted him over sex scandal. <clears throat> and I think Angel says, and so it starts. Yeah, I heard... I heard something that T.I. is actually doing stand-up comedy, but he's, like, going by his legit name. It's not T.I. Um, I don't know what his legit name is, but if he's going to be, like, storming the stage, like, fuck that, dude. But you shouldn't be in the comedy world, man. Like, I know what I'm getting myself into, so I know I'm opening a door of fucking chaos to come my way where people are going to roast the shit out of me. They might they might make fun of my act on stage. They might make fun of me as a person. I'm okay with it. Um, but T.I. should know better. If he's going to enter the comedy world <clears throat> and try to be a stand-up, fucking just grow up, grow a pair of balls, and get ready because people are going to... People are going to try to freaking bring you down with their with their comedy, with their brand of humor. And if it's not funny to you, then just sit there. Don't laugh. Just be like, hey, and if it really bothers you, 
take it behind the stage, just be like, hey, like, that shit didn't really, uh, mesh with me, I'm, it irritated me, and I'm sure if you handle it backstage more than on stage, you'll have more respect thrown your way, but I'm not, I'm not, even though I say I'm ready to, for the door to open, for people to roast me, like, I'm I'm like I'm almost okay with people roasting the shit out of me. Like I I almost feel like I have no feelings when it comes to people making fun of me. I've been made fun of my entire life and I think I've kind of just not believed it but just more like accepted it. Like okay, that's what you believe. That's fine if you believe that. You haven't stepped a, you haven't lived my life, so what why does it why would I get offended? Let's just say that. Like why would I even waste my time in getting offended? I'm not Jada Pinkett Smith. I'm not T.I. I I just have thick skin. I'll just say that. Like, And it took my entire life to get where I am um, mentally. So T.I. just needs to fucking grow a pair of balls. <clears throat> All right. 12 days after Will Smith slapped uh, and screamed profanities at Chris Rock during the 2022 Oscars, the Academy has ruled that Smith has been banned from returning to the returning to the Oscars or attending any other Academy events for the next ten years. And then Angel follows, uh, and he will keep his Oscar. Do you think this is justice enough, or do you, or should they have taken his uh, award away and find what or or what do you think? I think they should have taken the award away. I think that was complete bullshit. I mean, I'm. Nothing has changed on my outlook of Will Smith now. Like, like there's been... I've heard so many takes on this. And, like, what I just said with that T.I. thing. Like, if 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 Will Smith would have handled it backstage instead of right there on public television and slapped a man and, fu- and said, keep my wife's name out of your fucking mouth. Like, if he would have just went backstage like, hey, man... That really didn't mesh with me. I, f- I guarantee it. The whole world would take a turn and be like, I can see where he's coming from. Okay, like, he, they'd have a newfound respect for Will Smith. He'd keep his award. He wouldn't be banned. He'd be fine. But no, like, I think. I. Okay. This is. It, it almost sounds like I'm gonna bring, like, right wing politics into this, but it's not what I'm trying to say, like, at all. I just think, like, if if it were a white guy that slapped Chris Rock, say if, say it was Bradley Cooper, or say it was, uh, what's another white actor? Bill Skarsgård. Uh, I don't know. Or, uh, I don't know many white actors anymore. I'm, I'm so stupid. Um, if it was anybody that was white and did that to Chris Rock, I guarantee it. They wouldn't. They wouldn't even be in the at the Academy Awards or nothing like that. They wouldn't. They would be treated so differently. And if they won the Best Actor award, it would have been taken away. Chris Rock probably would have pressed charges. But since it was a black on black crime, like and I, like like I said, I'm really not trying to sound racist here. Or like, since it was like a not a black on black crime, like it might have been like a black on black crime. But just saying, like. Like the world, the world would have blown up way worse if it was a white guy slapping Chris Rock. Just saying. So Will Smith has the ultimate white privilege. 
He gets to keep his award, and then he gets to go back to the Academy Awards in 10 years. <laughs> like, he's got more white privilege than any white guy on this earth right now. So, I'm just saying, but, you know, that's just my, that's my take on it. I'm trying to get over it, honestly, because it's, it's been two weeks now, and I honestly, like, I feel like I see, like, ten memes a day regarding the Will Smith, Chris Rock heard so many takes on it and I think we all share the same like sentiment for the most part like I don't think a lot of people would see things my way though if they <laughs> think like oh he's bringing race into it like no it's, it's true though if I don't know who's another white actor um I had just thought of Bradley Cooper if Owen Wilson slapped Chris Rock uh you know because like Chris Rock roasted him for making shitty movies for the last like five ten years Owen Wilson would no longer exist in Hollywood. So, <clears throat> just saying. Gotta be treated, like MLK said, gotta be treated like the content of your character, not by the color of your skin. Or, yeah, I don't remember how that quote goes. <laughs> Alright. So now, Angel bombarded me with a shit ton of hypothetical questions. So we are going to move on from the articles. And here are some hypothetical questions. If you were a Transformer, what vehicle would you turn into? Ooh. <laughs> I want to say a Tesla, but I think I'm too bulky to, to transform into a Tesla. Um, so I'm going to go with like a Ford Raptor. Nice beefy truck, jacked up to the nines, and just looking like a freaking... I, I'd have to be a black... I, I, see, I love black cars. Black cars are amazing, but you know, due to my skin color, I think I'd be more of a brown, brown, uh, a brown raptor, which is I don't think it would be very, very attractive. <clears throat> All right, what laws would you abolish if you could? Um, what laws would I abolish if I could? Uh, gun control laws. I don't think there should be any gun control laws other than, you know, I think the system we have is fine. Do a background check. If you freaking pass it, you get your gun. You know, just don't go kill people. Just use it for protection. Be safe. Take take a safety class. The, the system's fine, but, you know, there's too many mass shootings going on. The government wants to take away everybody's guns now, and it's fucking insane. I've seen so many freaking positive outcomes because somebody had a gun. I've seen so many ring videos. I've seen so many freaking uh, videos of, like, stores getting robbed. And then, you know, the owner of the store has a gun. And the perps go fucking flying out the door. They're just like, oh, shit, never mind. Like, I just recently saw a video of a guy trying to rob a gun store. And guess what? <laughs> the guy behind the desk had a gun. And, yeah, that guy went fucking running. I'm like, are you fucking retarded? You went to go rob a gun store not expecting a guy to shoot you. It's unreal. So, yeah, if I had to abolish any sort of laws, it'd be the gun control laws that are probably going to be implemented in this in the coming future. As long as Joe Biden's president, it's probably going to fucking happen. Stupid jackass. Um... What laws would you create? Um, uh, 
I don't know. I'm not, uh, law, I'm so stupid. I'm so dumb when it comes to laws. Um, I'm going to pass that one on that one, dude. I can't think of a law I would create. If extra lives were a thing in the real world, how would you get them? I don't know, Super Mario style? Like, you just freaking hit a cube and a green mushroom comes out? Uh, let's see here. I was about to say, like, uh, kill a Democrat. <laughs> but then the Democrats would fire back and be like, oh, no, you just get those extra lives from stem cells. Um, you know, aborted fetuses. <laughs> I'm sorry, guys. I'm just, my, my brain is so all over the place today, and I just can't help but bring freaking right-wing politics into my podcast. Um, if you could be the CEO of any company, what company would you choose? Tesla. I, I seriously, I love Tesla so much. The Model S is a PD 100, uh, is it a P, PD 100 Z or something? I don't remember. It's PD 100. I know that. Those fucking cars or even the plaids Model S's. Oh my gosh. Those are insane. I would just love to have one, and I would, I would kill to be a CEO, like, just work side-by-side side with Elon Musk and see how his brain works. Be like, can you just give me, a, like, a tiny fraction of your brain? Because I feel like I'm so stupid. And, <laughs> like, if I could just be, like, just have, like, 0.01% of Elon Musk's brain, I think I'd be... I'd be, like, I'd be in a different world right now. For sure. And if I could be CEO of Tesla, that'd be awesome. And work side by side with Elon Musk. What cartoon uh, world do you wish you could live in for a week? Uh, South Park, dude. Hands down. I would, I would love to fucking just be... Just seeing myself as a South Park character would be one thing. But actually, like, talking to Trey Parker and Matt Stone, playing the characters. Randy Marsh... Stan, Cartman, Kyle, and Kenny, Garrison, and, like, even Bill Hader's characters would be awesome to talk to. I don't even remember who he plays. He he plays, like, side characters. Um, It'd be incredible. I would kill to live in South Park for a week. Um, What weird thing would you make socially acceptable if you could? What weird thing? Uh... Socially acceptable. What weird thing would I make socially acceptable? I don't know, dude. Boy, you're 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 asking me some. Uh, maybe I'm just like my brain is so far gone that I just don't know how to answer these questions anymore, Angel. Um, what weird thing would you make socially acceptable if you could? Um. I don't know. Another pass, dude. I'm sorry. Um, if you were a dictator of a small country, what crazy dictator things would you do? Well, vote red or you're dead. <laughs> and no, I'm just joking. Um, well, I wouldn't silence oppositions like you know what you hear about with like the Ukrainian guy, and uh, or I wouldn't do. I wouldn't be like Vladimir Putin either, though. 
I'd be, I'd be such an empathetic dictator. Like I don't, wouldn't want people to get hurt. And if people like uh, disagreed with me, like, okay, cool. You disagree with me. Sorry. I'm just going to be a dictator and implement these laws anyway. That's the only thing I would think I would do is like, okay, you guys don't like it too bad. I'm still doing it. <laughs> like, I don't know. Like, I'm not a dictator by any means. I'm I'm such a pussy, but I'm an I'm an empathetic pussy. Okay, like I'll be like I can see the why you would think that because you're a little bitch, but I'm still gonna do this. <laughs> um, how would the world be different if zeppelins had caught on and were the dominant form of air travel? You know, uh. Angel, when you sent me that last night, I was like, I have to brush up on what an actual Zeppelin is. <laughs> I was like, what is a Zeppelin? So I went to Google and, oh yeah, it's a blimp. Um, <laughs> oh God. Um, had those, if had, had that been a dominant in air travel, like, before planes, had that been the dominant form of air travel, I think it'd be cool, but I think it'd be annoying. If if planes had never caught on, I think we would just accept that. I think it'd be, like, okay, it's like a cruise, but in the air. Um, but, you know... Since the way since technology is the way it is, we become so fast paced and everything. Like we just want to get to where we need to go in like five hours. Like you can fly across the country in five hours. That would take like five six days on a blimp. Um, <laughs> that that'd be crazy though. I mean, didn't like the Hindenburg happen? To the point where, like, didn't that happen? And then that, like, pretty much banned any sort of, like, blimps of being you know, being used for, like, air travel. I don't know. See, like, I'm such a poor history buff. Like, I'm not even a history buff. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a history idiot. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, the, wor- the world would be totally different had those caught on. And it was the dominant form of air travel. I, th- I think we would be more like France, though, if, uh, because of what I've heard of France, people are very, very, it's like, uh, a different world over there, because p- people are very, they're not on the go, they're just kind of like, I think if the, the work schedule is like four days on, three days off, like, that's just how it should be here, and like, I hear everybody's like super chill there, like, it's not on the go, it's not like... Like, there's not enough time in the world to get shit done. They're just kind of like, yeah, whatever. So, yeah, I think if, if if that was the dominant form of air travel, I think that would be, like, the kind of lifestyle we would be living in. Like, more like Paris. Or or France, I should say. Not Paris. Um, if you could go back in time and give your parents advice before you were born, what advice would you give them? Well, I would tell my mom to lay off the sauce. And... My dad, you know, it didn't really dawn on me until maybe the last couple of years, like how old my dad was when he had me. He was 20 years old. And I'm like, 
that's so fucking young. Like, why did you have a kid at 20? Like, did you really want a kid at 20? Might have wanted a kid at, like, 18, which was insane. <clears throat> but, um, I don't know. What advice would I, um, yeah, I would just tell my mom to lay off the sauce and maybe tell my dad, like, dude, like, stay a virgin. <laughs> stay a virgin. If you want to marry mom, cool. But hold off for a while, you know, give it another couple of years before you actually do something crazy, like have a kid. Ah, I don't know. If you can go back and hands down win any argument you've had with anyone, what argument would you choose to win? Honestly, I'm kind of, uh, though I do apologize in arguments, like, and like with my exes, my ex-wife, my ex-girlfriend, or any of my ex-girlfriends in my past, I do apologize. And I, and I'm, I kind of give them the feeling like, hey, I was wrong. But honestly, that's just so the argument can end. Like, in my head, I still know I I win all the time. Every fucking time. Even with my current girlfriend. If we debate, or we, like, I don't think we've really argued. But when the day comes where I argue with her, because it will come, uh, I'll still feel like I won the argument. I, I feel like I win every fucking argument. No matter what. who, No matter who it is, my parents, my... My sister, my 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 uh, ex girlfriends, my ex wife. I might apologize, have apologized, and said, "Hey, I'm sorry. I made you feel that way. I'm sorry. I was wrong." But in my head, I still know I was right. So I feel like this question's kind of uh, pointless because I I think I've won every argument I've ever had. <laughs> Honest, honestly, like. Maybe that's just me and my ego, but I just feel I just feel that way. Honestly, I'm I'm pretty strong uh, in my my what do you call it in my convictions. So yeah, <laughs> I wouldn't have to go back and hands down win any argument because I feel like I've won every argument. If people were require, required to post the bad stuff as well as the good stuff. That happened to them on social media. Would social media platforms be more or less popular than they are now? They would be way less popular. Way less popular. Like, it depends on how bad. Because, I mean, Facebook, that's why. That's another reason why I gave up Facebook, though. Because I felt like people were posting the bad just as much as the good. People were venting. And constantly, in my opinion, were like... It was like almost like seeking unsolicited, unsolicited, uh, or I don't know, is that unsolicited? <laughs> it's like they were just kind of like seeking therapy from Facebook, from their peers. I'm like, what are you doing? Why are you even putting this out there for an argument to break out amongst the family or your friends? Like, I got into so many arguments on Facebook with family members, and I still haven't talked to a certain family member or a certain cousin. Because, I mean, now I probably would talk to him because because the argument we had uh, was like 10 plus years ago where he fucking was talking shit about my then wife. And, like, it lit a fucking fire in me. And uh, I said some shit to him. And he's like, 
you're lucky I don't fuck you up. I'm like, bitch, last time you saw me, I was a little kid. It, I, it's a totally different, <laughs> you're dealing with a different man now. Like, I will fucking kill you. <laughs> and like, then we just ended it there. I think I ran into him at a funeral and he didn't say shit, shit to me. I was like, yeah, yeah. Don't fucking think you're a tough guy. But yeah, that was another reason why I got rid of Facebook. Because like, people were just posting bad shit. And I don't know if they still do. If It's been like six years. six. It's been six and a half years since I've had a Facebook. That's nuts. But yeah, I think social media would be way less popular. And I feel like the way things are going, like it won't be long before like especially like with the way that like cancel culture is now people want to get people in trouble it's like okay like if you're willing to dig deep on a person's like social media history they have every reason to dig up uh, uh dig up stuff on you so i feel like <clears throat> that kind of question it like it's it's gonna happen like or i think social media hopefully eventually goes away because because of it because people air too much dirty laundry on social media. And who knows? Maybe the world will become a better place because of it. Um, Alright, moving on. Jesus, you've asked so many questions. What are we at? Jesus, 45 minutes. Alright, I'm going to try to make this quick. Jeez, uh, Angel, you really need to quit bombarding me. If you could start a secret society, what would it... Uh, what would be its goals and who would you include? I'd include Donald Trump. Of course, I need money and I need a, a fucking charismatic president, uh, hopefully future president, ex-president, whatever. Uh, <laughs> me, my dad, and Donald Trump. <laughs> uh, our goals would just be like, hey, make everything great again. You know, back the way it was. Because Joe Biden's fucking everything up. Um, all right, moving on. If you could choose a nickname and have people call you with complete seriousness, no matter how ridiculous, what nickname would you want? I don't know, but I feel like Ernie is a nickname because I mean, I've gone, my name, my name is Ernesto, Ernesto Jr., but I've been called Ernie my entire life and it's just what I'm used to. So I feel like that's my nickname. People call me it. Some people call me Ernest. Some people call me Ernesto. More people call me Ernesto now, though. But I still go by Ernie. And I'll, but I'll respond to others. Um, if you were offered $50,000 to dance for two minutes with no music in front of a stadium full of people, would you do it? Yes, absolutely. $50,000 could take care of all my debts. Um, what type of dancing would you do? If it, I would just do the stupid dances. The Macarena, the freaking... Uh, I try to do like tap dancing for two minutes. <clears throat> I'll fucking do the Macarena for two minutes. Wouldn't take that long. Uh, in front of a stadium full of people. <laughs> I mean, I'd have people do the Macarena with me. Uh, what weekend would you take a weekend job for 20,000 a year to be a human scarecrow and chase birds from fields? No. Absolutely not. That sounds awful. Just for twenty thousand a year, maybe two hundred thousand dollars a year. I don't know. <laughs> Money really isn't a big deal to me. I don't care. But I mean, to be a scarecrow, that'd be kind of lame. I already. I mean, I've worked lame jobs, but a, a human scarecrow, I think, would take the cake. Just my opinion. 
if you were a fashion icon and whatever you uh, whatever you wore would become a fashion trend, what fashion trends would you start? Well, not what you see it walk the uh, walk the catwalk or the runway. I mean, I, I just don't know what it is with these celebrities and these models that wear these off the wall shit like fucking weirdest dresses and suits. Like like I was telling somebody the other day, like people try so hard to be unique now. Whether it be with their sexuality, what they wear, like, it's just, you're not fucking unique. You have unique qualities. Everybody has a unique quality. Um, but you're not a unique human being. We're all the same. We just have unique traits. Focus on your traits, not your sexuality, not what you wear. But anyway, I'm going off. <laughs> I'm going off on nothing. But what fashion trend would I start? <laughs> Sorry, guys. I just, like... I was about to go on my little stupid rants. Um, it'd just be wearing plain jean clothing, what I always wear. Plain shirt, plain jeans, or shorts, flip-flops, sneakers. I feel like that could that needs to be a fashion trend again. Just be a normal fucking human being. You don't have to stand out. Alright. If you could ask three questions to anyone in history, and this is the last question... If you can ask three questions to anyone in history, who would you choose and what questions would you ask? Assuming they would understand your questions and you would understand their answers. That's a good question. Um, honestly, I wouldn't mind asking Hitler, talking to Hitler. If he would accept me, because I know it would be hard for him to even talk to me because I'm not of right skin color. I don't have a cool mustache. Um, I don't have a cool hairdo. I don't... I mean, I barely have the charisma he had. I would just want to be like, why the Jews? Why did he target the Jews? What what makes Jews bad people? And, like, is there anything else? Like, I don't know. What's a good third question? Uh, I mean, like, not like, I mean, it makes me bad that I would actually kind of want to talk to Hitler, but no, it's like, I just want to get his side of the story. I'm not saying they're saying like, oh yeah, Jews are bad people. No, fucking Jews are awesome. They they control the world. <laughs> and Hollywood, along with China. Um, but, uh, what's a good third question? Why the Jews? Uh, why did he put a target on their back? And... Is there anything else you could have focused on that that would have made you who you are today in a good light? Like, I heard he, I heard he was a good artist, I think. I don't know. Uh, I heard he had one testicle. I don't know. Like He could have probably been on a cool porn or something. Uh, and fo- and, <laughs> never mind. <laughs> that was going to be a bad joke. Anyways, that's the end of it. Angel, Angel Banuelos, Banuelos. Thank you so much for those questions, especially the last ones. Like, I, I like that you send me articles and everything. I like that you send me, you know, you want to get my point of view on certain things that are done in the world. But I like these hypothetical questions. I like your would you rathers. I like your advice questions. I like all that stuff because it just kind of brings me back down to earth a little bit. <laughs> but keep doing what you're doing, man. I really, really, really do appreciate it. And I'm going to get out of here. I'm going to try to find something to eat before I go see the girlfriend and the daughter, her daughters. They're coming back from their dads. So I'm going to go have some fun with them. 
uh, get myself mentally prepared for work tomorrow. Try not to smile or laugh at anything because apparently it bothers people. I think I just, I really do have a smug smile. <laughs> I don't know. People are jackasses. But uh, anyways, I'm going to get out of here. Thank you guys for listening. Please get this podcast out there. Go check out my YouTubes. My second time doing stand-up comedy ever. Share that with your friends or your family. Share it to your socials. Um, I'm going to get out of here. I will talk to you guys next, next week. Take care. God bless you. Talk to you later. Thank you for listening to the Still Waiting Podcast. Please do not forget to go like, share, and subscribe to the show, and go review it. Let me know how I'm doing. It means nothing to you, but means everything in the world to me. Um, But thank you guys. Take care.